Art Palace is sponsored by PNC Bank. Coming up on Art Palace. In Japan, usually horror stories, everyone starts talking about scary story around summertime. Welcome to Art Palace, produced by Cincinnati Art Museum. This is your host, Russell Eyrig. Here at the Art Palace, we meet cool people and then talk to them about art. Today's cool person is Natsuko Dyer, who is chatting with me about the Japanese film House from 1977. House will be a part of our free horror film fest on October 15th. Uh, my name is Natsuko Hirata Dyer. Uh, I didn't have a middle name, but once I got married, I made my maiden name to the middle name. Oh, okay. So that was my uh, maiden name. Yeah. Hirata is my maiden name, and I took my husband's last name, Dyer. So my full name is Natsuko Dyer. Yeah. I am originally from Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I have a family in Tokyo still. All my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, three years older than me. Uh, I'm the only one in United States, uh, except, except my aunt lives in Las Vegas. Uh, okay. Uh, everyone asks me, why from Tokyo to here? <laughs> the, it is a good question. That is uh, always the question I get. Um, <laughs> so my family always had international students. Oh, okay. Uh, hosted international students. Mm-hmm. So my house, we always had a students uh, from United States, like just uh, during a summer for mm. short term college students. Mm-hmm. And we also took them to, uh, you know, tourist spots. Right, you know, they right. don't usually get to go. So that's how I got introduced to the United States culture. Uh-huh. And the one of the students that we kept in touch, she invited me to stay at her house and go to high school when oh. I was a high school student. So that was in Georgetown, Kentucky. She was teaching Asian oh. art. So the reason she was in Tokyo was she was studying Asian art mm-hmm. as a student, college student. And then she graduated. She became a professor at Georgetown College in Kentucky, and she taught Asian art. Okay. Uh, so high school senior, I was a exchange student at Georgetown, Kentucky. So for one year, I was there. It was a big culture difference. Yeah, um, tell me, tell me. I want to know, it, like, what what was your impression of like American high school coming from Japan? Uh, I guess I was, you know, in Japan. I was watching on uh, the TV. Uh, what's that? One o nine nine. Nine o two one o. Yes, that's I was watching in Japan. So that was all uh-huh. I pictured to be my high school <laughs> yeah. life in uh-huh. United States. But it was totally different. <laughs> Yeah, not very. It was a cow all around. And, you know, if you don't have a car, you don't get to go anywhere. You know, grew up in Tokyo. You know, you didn't need, I didn't need a car. So, you know, it was kind of freedom to me. Like, you know, I go to school and, you know, on the way coming back home, I get to stop by anywhere I want. You know, that was freedom. And then, you know, senior, Georgetown, Kentucky, all of a sudden I was like, I cannot go anywhere. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and then also my English was horrible, horrible at the time. And, you know, all I could say was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> um, but it was tough year. But I during the time, because of that, during the time, I feel like who I am right now. Uh, you know, I really focus on things I like mm-hmm. during the time. You know, 
art, I got more deep into the art. You know, I start creating more.、Mm. Uh, you know, I start doing more graphic designs during a time. So you know, it's definitely like if I were in Tokyo during a time, I will be busy hanging out with my friend. You know. Being cool, going to the party, going to karaoke box. At the time, karaoke box was huge in Japan. So、yeah. you know,、time. it's karaoke box. Yeah, it's what is that? Ka- karaoke box. So you rent a you know room. Oh, it's just like when it's like a room, like room. a private room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we call it karaoke box. Oh, okay. You know, like karaoke room box. Got it.、But、got it. Okay. All my friend after school, you they go to karaoke box and sing a song. You know, but I didn't have that kind of. You know, junior high school, but、yeah. but I really focus on myself during that. Yeah, that's how I start here,、uh, uh, okay. the, the life in the United States. So did、um, you did you go back、uh, to Japan and then come back for college a little bit?、Or? Yeah, so I graduated junior high. I mean, sh- uh, sh- uh, high school in Kentucky.、Mm. Uh, school in Japan starts April. Oh, okay. So when I got back, I still had a senior year left. Mm. And I was gonna step down one year grade down because I missed most of the half of my senior、yeah. year in Japan, senior year in Japan. But my school was like, you know, you wanted to graduate with your friend, <laughs> so go ahead to go. <laughs> so I actually have a two diploma, high school diploma, one、uh-huh. in Kentucky and one in Tokyo. Oh wow, kind of interesting, but you know, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Two diplomas <laughs> from high school. How many times have you been asked to show your high school <laughs> diploma ever? <laughs> right. <laughs> so after I graduate high school,、um, I was going to go to、uh, college in Japan. But、uh, you know, if, to get in the college, you have to pass the exam. Oh yeah, I've heard about this because、yeah. they like that's a big thing. It's like, a big thing. They have like the cram schools where、yeah. people like just are studying to try to do these tests. Yeah, I've heard about this. And I already missed half a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And you know, I was not really a big fan of the idea. You know, you study hard to get in, but then graduating is easy. So a lot of people, you know, study hard to get in, but once they get in, they relax and you、mm. know, kind of start, you know, going out, playing with friends, and、yeah. you know, it's I didn't like the idea. Um, so so you know, I decided to come to United States. You、mm. know, I still had a hostel family here, a host mom here, so. I stayed with my host host mom for two years, ah,、uh, one year, and then I felt more confident living by myself. So、yeah. I moved to dormitory、uh-huh. for one year, and then I realized I wanted to study more art. So I moved to ah,、uh, I transferred to art academy. Oh, okay, all right. So two years. So okay. That's, yeah, that's how I you know started here. And you've been, and I know you've you've been sort of. On and off, I think like you've been doing some teaching with art still, and you you did a project with the CAC a while back, didn't you? Yeah, I did a、uh, artworks. So, artworks, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with artworks couple of years during a summer mural painting. Oh, actually, I didn't do the mural painting, but I did the premieres,、uh, painting a piano. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was huge in Cincinnati, and through that, I was introduced to CAC.、Um, A museum, so yeah, the unmuseum, yeah, the unmuseum was、yeah. fun project to work on.、Um, I am like a little kid, so I was very excited. That was perfect project for me.、Um, my art has been always kind of like playful, you know. It's not like whoa art, you know. My art was always like touch it, 
like feel yeah. it. What What did you study like when you were at the art academy? What was your sort of so focus? I studied a graphic design, communication, or graphic oh, okay. design. So you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is also. Japanese thing, you know, in Japan, like to be an artist, you know, it takes whole your life. Mm. So, you know, I'm still hesitant to say myself, like, you know, oh, I'm an artist. Like, I don't, I, I don't know, somehow I cannot say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm more like commercial, you know, yeah, commercial art. Yeah, so well, that's, that's, yeah, that's still legit. You make yeah. stuff. So I want to talk a little bit about the movie House with you. And uh, the reason we're talking about this is because we're going to be showing it as a part of our Horror Film Fest, which is on October 15th now. We've actually changed dates. We started on the 9th, um, and then we had... Uh, to change it from an indoor event to an outdoor event, which then when it was outdoors, it conflicted with a wedding. So we had oh, all of these no. changes. So we finally were set. We're going to be on October 15th, which is a Friday. Um, and there's two movies, House, which is going to be the first movie. It's going to start at 7.30. Um, and this is going to be in the parking lot uh, right next to where Art Climb starts, where the stairs uh, go down. Um, so it'll be right up here in the main parking lot. We'll have a big screen. You can't miss it. Um, so house will be the first movie, which is what we're going to talk about. And then the second movie is carnival of souls. Um, and that's, we're going to start at nine 30. Um, and we'll have a little break between the two movies so people can, you know, get a drink, go to the bathroom, anything like that. Um, and it's totally free too. So if you want to check out what we're about to talk about, uh, come on out and see it. Um, and when I asked you to talk about this movie, you, it sounded like you had seen it before, so... Long time ago. Yeah, um, I was curious, like, when did you see it and what was your kind of memory of it? Yeah, not definitely in Japan. Okay. Uh, you know, I was not born this... <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> this movie was made, uh, so I know I watched it in the United States. Okay. And, and then, you know, I didn't remember for, you know, a lot of details, but I remember it was definitely shocking. Yeah. And jaw-dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it probably would have been because you might have seen it around. I think it didn't come out in the United States until like 2009. Yeah, for a while, like 30 years or something. Yeah, like that. so that's when I think it was finally released here. Um, so that was, I think I saw it maybe a couple years after that, like maybe around 2010 or 11. I think that was when I, I first saw it. Um, and it was just this thing I remember seeing the poster for it and thinking, yeah what is this movie? You know, like it's, you're this big cat and it's like... It's definitely poster is eye-catching too. Oh, it's As such a, a graphic designer, it's like, whoa. It's such a good poster. It I is think a it, good poster. And I was looking like who has designed the poster. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, that's a good question. I should have done more <laughs> research on that because I'm not sure if that poster was an original poster or if it was something that came around in 2009 when it was re-released here. I, I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure because I've seen. Um, so that's a great question because it's like that image is definitely sh almost straight out of the movie. There's like a shot that looks like that cat's face when they, they see the painting of the cat and it transforms. Like the big mouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I, I so I probably saw it around the same time you did. And I'm kind of like, what I thought we would do is we're going to just kind of go through some of the beginning of the movie and give kind of just, we can throw out anything we think about it as sure. we talk about it. Like if you have thoughts like, oh yeah, this is, you know, anything you're thinking about these parts, 
but and then at a certain point we'll just kind of uh let go of the plot because the movie kind of does too. <laughs> it, it does. It's just everything is in there. Yeah. You kind of get to a point where it's like I was trying to make notes about this plot <laughs> and there was a certain point where like the beginning of the movie it's kind of like this leads to this leads to this leads to this. It's like a traditional plot. Right. And then there's a point where my notes stopped making sense because like <laughs> I was writing what's happening and they don't really seem to connect anymore. That's, that's interesting you said that because my notes are here too. It's like oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the my favorite. But, so the movie. I we should also say the movie. You you mentioned you were not born yet uh, when it came out. I was not born yet either. Uh, <laughs> so it was it's it was came out in 1977, and it's directed uh, by Nobuhiko Obayashi. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Okay. And uh, I love. So this movie begins. Well, actually, first I mean it. You first see the Toho production screen, right? Which, so if you've like you know watched a Godzilla movie, yeah, you're to- familiar with Toho. No, like Toho you- is a big movie uh, company, so yeah, so it's legit. Like, yeah, which is kind of surprising <laughs> yeah. that this movie is so strange and it's coming out of you know a company that's such a major you know a mainstream movie company as Toho. I felt right. like I think that's why it was a big controversial movie in yeah. Japan for a while. Yeah. Um, I asked my sister and a couple of my friends if they have seen it, this movie. And a lot of my friends and my sister says no. I'm like, oh. Really? So, I wonder, are, are Americans more obsessed with this movie than Japanese people? Could be. Or, you know, it's just <laughs> so indie movie. Yeah, um, you yeah. Know. It's such a, like, a strange cult movie. Right. I feel like there's like, either, like, some people really love it and some mm. people are like, nah, this uh, you know, either not hate it, but you know, not really appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think I it was. I appreciate it. I don't think when it came out, it was like loved by critics. Certainly, I think they didn't know what to make of it. Um, <laughs> what to say? Well, and I mean, just to talk about like the seventies and like the movies that were coming out in the seventies. I think both in Japan and here were very realistic. Right. Like people were trying to make these sort of gritty, realistic movies that showed life how it really was, and then this movie is like the exact opposite. Offset, yes. It's like trying to show you something that is so unreal. Right. Unexpected. Yeah. Um, visually psychedelic. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very psychedelic. The opening, so after that, I love too, the first thing you see is it just says, a movie. <laughs> like it tells you, we're watching a movie. A movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the title, uh, which is animated. So already it's like everything is this sort of weird fantasy world, like, Right, fantasy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, actually that's a lot of times people will call it a horror fantasy, like yes. because horror doesn't quite feel right. No, you know, it does not. It's not like gory, scary. No, I mean, this movie's not ever scary. No, <laughs> I mean, there are parts that are a little eerie. It's so right. it's so hard to put your finger on because. There are things that I, a few moments in this, I'm like, oh, in another movie, this might actually be scary. Yeah, but be- there's a, like a scene, like, a, especially I got creeped out was, you know, the girls taking a bath on the hairs, like, crowing her shoulder. Yeah. I don't know, uh, something about long black hair. <laughs> Always, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, that's a really creepy scene. Or what I was thinking of, too, when the girls, they're looking for gorgeous this is really deep into the plot and they go upstairs 
and they see her in that kimono and like mm-hmm. with the whole like bridal outfit right. Right. but it's like it's shot like with a flashlight like it nice. almost looks like a found footage kind of movie yeah. and and the way like when she turns around and she's all dressed it, i don't know that scene is like really eerie in a in a way but because everything else around it has been so silly you're not right you feel the movie makes you feel safe, I think, in a way that it, it sets up like we're saying it says it's a movie really early on and does everything to show you this is not real, that it's hard to ever be truly like afraid of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and the title, I mean, it's interesting. That's another thing I notice is like there's so much English in this movie. Yes, it is. It's really modern yeah. feel to it. Like, the title is in English. Right. Like, I think that was super new in 70s movie, too. Yeah, to just have an English title. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's written in English, and then, like, sometimes, you know, you'll see the... If you see it written in Japanese, it's just the phonetic spelling of the English word. Right. So, it's, like, not the Japanese word for house, it's just the right. English word house. House, yeah. yeah. And then music, too. Music is, you know... There's oh, a, yeah, there's a lot in, of English, English mu- music. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of culture influenced. Yeah, the, well, a lot of the characters' names I noticed are also just the English words in yeah. some cases, like, or, or a sort of abbreviation of them in some cases. Like, yeah, it's definitely like a not real name. They use nickname. Yeah, yeah. And that was definitely a new concept. Yeah. So when the story starts, uh, we have we first meet two of these girls at school, and their names, like you're saying, are gorgeous, gorgeous, and yeah. fantasy, and fantasy, and then that that explains their character too. <laughs> right. It's like yes. She's gorgeous pretty. is gorgeous, yeah. and fantasy is fantasy. It, like she's really, sort of a daydreamer, right? Yeah. Worried things, imagine things, and yeah. And they're like doing a, a sort of photo shoot where gorgeous is like kind of <laughs> looks like a ghost, which is sort of setting up stuff for later, I guess. Um, and so then they're sort of planning a summer vacation. Gorgeous is supposed to go to a villa with her dad. And the other girls in their group are going to a training camp, which... which that's typical. So oh, really? I went to the training camp too during the summer. That's like little high school things that all the student does in Japan. Like if you belong to sports team right. or music team, you know, they have like a little summer camp training. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was in the sports team. So I did went to the training. So that kind of like, Made me like that felt a little, real, yeah, yeah, very real and nostalgic to me. Yeah, 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 and they're very excited to go with Mr. Togo, <laughs> <laughs> who they all seem to think is very sexy. Yes, which is I thought that was kind of funny too. He's like to me, he's like comedian. Yeah, but... when you see him, you're like, that's who they're all excited yeah. about, Mr. Togo. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's very kind of like this goofy acting guy. Um, so, uh, gorgeous. She goes home and talks with her dad, who apparently is a film composer. <laughs> very modern, very modern. And uh, this is where her dad drops on her that uh, instead of sort of introducing this woman to her first, she just he goes ahead and tells her like, 
here's your new mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then this woman comes out and she, it is like the most amazing entrance. Yes, all the air's blowing and it's yeah. just so dreamy. The voice get echoed. And yeah. Yes, it's, it's definitely over the top. Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I watched this movie, this scene, I remember when they get there and you see the house and you see that they're like out on this port or like kind of little balcony or something and the sky is just the most painted backdrop and it is like it's not even trying to trick you into thinking it's real it looks like gone with the wind or something it's yes, so it's, it get lady dreamy yeah that scene <laughs> yeah and so then it's so funny because like you're already like in a sort of what is this is this real like what's happening and then when that uh the the new fiance shows up and her <laughs> the wind is blowing her scarf and she's like perfect looking she's right. just impeccable yeah it's definitely a western you know yeah everyone looked for you know idealized you know i feel like that that just over the top yeah it feels very like hollywood like yeah. that's what i got the impression too like in, in, in an older Hollywood than even like the 70s, you know, like right. it feels like he's looking back to those like big Technicolor movies, you know. Um, so it may, like I said, w Gone with the Wind or, you know, right. Wizard of Oz or something that has these like big backdrops and painted scenes. I mean, that's so I, I, I mean, that was like probably when I first watched this movie, it was like, I'm very on board. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Um, so um, Gorgeous does not respond well to her new, her new, new mom. Uh, mom. Um, and she sort of runs off and pouts in her room. Um and her room is amazing too, oh, by the, the way. The wallpaper, I mean, wallpaper. And yeah, it's like giant roses. It's, yeah, definitely, <laughs> yes, it's amazing room. Every, I mean, almost every step of this movie, anytime you have a chance to feel like it's grounded in reality, something happens to like pull you out of that. Right, definitely, definitely. So like you get to that room and just like, yeah, that <laughs> oversized wallpaper print, it doesn't make any sense, you know. <laughs> um, that's like the thing that's going on there. Um, and so, you know, she's looking at her old photos and remembering her mother. And then she kind of remembers that she has an aunt that lives out in her mother's hometown um, so then we kind of, we finally get to meet these other six girls who are her friends and they are prof, which I guess is short for like professor. Professor. Yep. <laughs> Study well, like smart. Yeah. What was it? Do, do they call her prof? Was that was uh, in Je Japanese? Or? We say, you no, know, gari, gariben. Gari. Gariben. We call it gariben means like, you know, study hard. Okay. Uh, I noticed that. Know, I thought that was one that I didn't didn't sound didn't, like the English yeah. word. Yeah. yeah, so they yeah, translated the pro, pro, yeah. professor. And then there's a Melody. Melody, who plays piano. Yeah, she's the sort of like music. Niche. She plays because she's, I think she's playing guitar also oh, in the first true. scene. Yeah, that's true. That's but yeah, true. she will definitely play a lot of piano later. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm like, she played piano. Yeah, but she's yes, sort she of the musician play, of yeah, the group. Guitar and stuff. Um, then there's Kung Fu. Kung Fu, that's my favorite character. <laughs> She's so great. Yes. Uh, She's the athletic uh, one who is specifically skilled at Kung Fu, as you might guess. Definitely would like to have it as a friend. I feel safe if, you know, she was yeah, my friend. Definitely. I mean, Kung Fu is like 
sticks around for quite a while and yep. does I would say I, save the day but really nothing works out yeah, actually in this movie, I thought so. that was, she saved the yeah she I, I saw story ends there like you know she you know yeah. I don't know how much I can spoil listener but well it's it, this is a movie that's hard to actually spoil because even if you say what happens you're like wait what like it almost doesn't make any sense and and if you see it you know it it's it's always a fun watch but you're not watching it because you're curious about like the plot really right. you're just sort of like wait what so um yeah so kung fu then there's mac mac who loves to eat um and this is like one of these characters in a movie where everyone says she's fat but she is not fat in any way yeah that's <laughs> definitely a japanese culture i guess in her size i guess japan considered as a chubby but it's not. I, but she's it's not even not. chubby. Like that's the thing. Like but, I, I would see her body, and I was like, "Is she even chubby?" Like, but at the same time, she has like, a very round face. But she didn't. I don't know. If I go Japan, I'm not skinny. Like, yeah. But it's just like weird Japanese culture. Like even my dad is considered as a fat in Japan. Yeah. But then now, like I've been here in United States for long. <laughs> you're like, you're not fat. <laughs> I mean, to, I mean uh, gosh, this is horrible to say, but. Go ahead. I mean, my dad is chubby, but now I see like, he's not fat. Yeah. Oh but, no. I, when I, I went to Japan a couple of years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I foolishly did not think about that when like i bought some t-shirts and just did not do the like size math the size on this. Is and, different. Like, yeah. i was like oh like my husband did it too so the good thing is like <laughs> i get to wear his shirts that he bought because oh, he was buying a size up and <laughs> for mine but then they're actually what i would wear so i'm like oh nice but i have like a, a shirt that i can't wear almost at all unless like you know at my best i could maybe squeeze into this thing and it would be really unappealing and i remember we were walking around and we would just pass these like amazing like bakeries full of bread and oh, stuff yeah. and my husband was like how is everyone so skinny we do japan eat they do eat a lot yeah but somehow i mean because that would be the thing we were constantly surrounded by the most amazing looking food right and, and you're the just food like, is definitely and you're just like oh how is everyone skinny here i'm assuming the older you know, transportation. Yeah, you walk in a lot, especially lot. in the cities. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, that was yeah. a big digression from Mac. Mac, uh, yeah. Have... I, I guess it's coming from stomach. 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 Yes, and that's what Mac they say. Yeah. Uh, McDonald, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they explain it in the in the. They said, "Oh, she's like one big stomach." Yeah. Right. So, and then uh, sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, who's just sweet. That's very her character. Sweet. Yeah, explains. Very sweet. Like yeah. Tikkuni and yeah. And then Fantasy, who we already met, uh, who's the daydreamer. So then we find out that Mr. Togo's sister is pregnant. And so now they can't go to her inn for training camp. Um, also, Mr. Togo wears a lab coat for some reason. Yeah. I I'm a little confused with this team. Like, um, <laughs> like I went to summer camp summer training with uh -huh. my sports team but i'm wondering is what are this, they all what, training for right right that's where like <laughs> it's totally different characters gathered but i'm i'm not sure for the what training for but right because they don't but, none of them seem to have the same interests no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so that's when gorgeous proposes that they could all visit her aunt and she writes her a letter this is also when the white cat appears yes that's uh in english called blanche 
Uh, there, I think they call her Shiro, Shiro. Yeah, yeah, which means white. white. So the her aunt has accepted the girls to come to her house. Um, then we also have a little scene where uh, the new stepmom uh, Ryoko um, plans to drop by the aunt's house later to try and win Gorgeous over. I wasn't sure what that right. <laughs> how that made any sense, but I, I'm sure that time you know that deep married is unusual in Japan. I mean, now, you know, it's... What it's, was unusual? Uh, getting married again. Like, oh, you know, okay. once you right. lost a partner, you know, not many people get... Remarried. Get married. Gotcha. Um, hmm. I mean, now it's, you know, typical. Now it's not, you know, unusual But that was things. a little more taboo uh, yeah, in the past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still, like, countryside, like, you know, my friend's dad, you know, hmm. lost a wife and, you know, he has a, he has a no, you know, no interest. Inten- in, yeah, no interest to getting married. So th- I feel like if you haven't noticed how nuts this movie is yet, then there's this sequence <laughs> where it's like almost a musical sequence. This is the first time we hear the English music. There's yeah. like a song with English lyrics. And editing too. Editing is like so many different techniques slow into it. Like, you yeah. know, I did a little editing class at the Art Academy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my senior thesis had a little video to it. But yes, this one, this movie definitely has so many. Um, yeah, there's like editing technique. There's like stop motion type animation going on because right. like we see Mr. Togo like well the the cat appears and sort of trips him and he sort of falls down the stairs, but it's all done in this like stop motion. Stop motions, yeah. Yeah, so it's really like looks very silly and playful, and then he falls down the stairs, which is like he's sliding down on his belly. It all feels like a cartoon because like I feel like there's cartoon. Yeah, there's like sound effects and everything, and then he like he gets his butt stuck in a bucket. (laughs) <laughs> which then like he's like sliding all over the place in this bucket um he apparently has to go to the hospital i guess that's the reasons he couldn't go to yes that trip with yeah, girls he couldn't go on the trip because he has a bucket on his butt <laughs> and he has to go to the hospital and have it removed um yeah that scene is so there's also just like you're when you're talking about the different techniques i remember they like pan up and there's like clouds but they're clearly imposed like the clouds are fake right painted cloud and it's just yeah. lots of things going on yeah there's like a just like a horse and a parrot in the scene for some reason right 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 <laughs> that scene was very wacky it's like all of a sudden whoa there's something very like it feels almost like a children's tv show yeah i agree i agree there's something about like the costuming and like there's there's some like carpenter or something he's like hammering something in time with the right. music i think shoe repair shop i think that yeah, was a shoe repair right. shop yeah and it's kind of yeah. like musical to it yeah 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 there's definitely like it it feels like a big musical number and it's it's so strange yeah you know the girls are disappointed that mr togo can't go <laughs> so they have to go on the train by themselves and then um, on the train, well, are, there's some really cool effects there on the train. Where yes, it, like, I agree. I like that too. It goes into, like, she opens a book and it shows a train, like a... Children book becomes their right, background. Yeah. Yes, that was a really cool transition too. Yeah, I like the that. children's book with a train and then you go into the, the picture and it becomes like an animation of the train moving right. and it all feels like cut paper and so, yeah, then that sort of becomes their world and then they're sort of sitting in the seats, but it's like this just abstract colorful background yeah them. yeah becomes like courage yeah it's really cool and then um so she starts uh, gorgeous starts explaining to the other girls 
her family's history. And this is another really interesting scene because she starts describing her aunt and her mother and their story. And it's like a silent movie. Yeah, like, a, yes, yeah. black and white. Yeah, it becomes black and white. It's like a silent movie. There's like title screens and everything that mm-hmm. pop up with the dialogue. But it, what's funny about it is like, she's telling them the story, but then the girls yes. are reacting. You can it, hear the girls' reaction still. Like they're watching it with you. Right, right, right. It's kind of interesting. That's, I totally agree. I thought that was interesting too. Like, oh, it's a hot kiss. You know, yeah. the, you hear all the, you know, girls like whispering. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a movie where it like, again, this movie is dedicated to breaking the fourth wall every way it can. But the the fact that you're watching this flashback of a person describing it. It's like, I've seen movies do that before. Right. But then the girls are commenting on it like they're watching along with you. And like, they're, yeah, like the the screen, they kiss and the screen like the, burns <laughs> out. Like the, the film like catches on fire. And they're like, ooh, it's a hot kiss or whatever. And, um, and like, and so they're the the... The story is that the aunt, she had a fiancé. This is in World War II. So he has to go uh, fight in the war and he never comes back. And this aunt is sort of left alone and she never marries. And there's kind of this really dark moment where they show the A-bomb exploding. Yes. And then Mac, I think, is like, it's like cotton candy. Yes, that's, I was a little shocking too. I was, oh. It's so weird. And when you hear it, it's like, it's like. Okay, so it's not only me. I I was a little shocked. It's like jarring to hear because it's like this really horrific moment. It's kind of serious things, but then kind of like, what? Well, and and so what's interesting is, um. The director, I was, I was trying to learn a little bit more about him, and he grew up in Hiroshima. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and he like basically all of his childhood friends were killed right. in mm. the explosion. So there's almost, I think, yeah, he has this feeling that this generation, this newer generation, doesn't sort of understand right. Don't... the seriousness of it, and so right. I, it's almost like he's kind of kind showing of, critiquing that right. but it does it's like weird because it makes it the way they're not treating it with any seriousness makes it actually scarier it, to I, yes that's what i was gonna say too yes it is kind of yeah yeah so it's, it affects yeah it's a great effect yeah and i do and it's like it's and it's it's something i don't think again i've ever seen it's a really weird moment because this this movie is full of moments like where people are taking something that should be really serious and they're like not reacting like they should. Yes, definitely. And then I we notice in the train there's a nun, there's a so many different character people yeah. sitting and it's just like whoa. Yeah, like it's all very unreal, but right. then you get kind of confronted with this very real thing and it's like, oh, um and they kind of gloss over it, but it but then that actually makes it weirder right. in some strange way. Some strange world and I think that's why I appreciate this movie, like full of surprise. Yeah. Full of surprise. Yeah. And then I think there is a, uh, I think the cat, the old cat start closing a door with front paw or. Right. Uh, yeah. That means uh, the cat is with. Yeah. That one of the girls like, says something about like, oh, any cat can open a door, but a door, cat that can close a door must be a witch cat. <laughs> yes. Yes. That kind of like, 
is a key point too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Later. Like, if you didn't already expect to realize that this cat was not a normal cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so this is another thing. I keep saying like, when I first saw this movie, this was the thing. And I realize I'm saying this every moment, like every scene is like this. I remember this really stuck in my head. So I actually, I love this. There's a little bit of editing because when they come out of the the story they're now on a bus they're they're they've mm-hmm. transitioned from like the story has transitioned from they're telling the the story and it's black and white and now when it ends they're in a different location now they're on a, a bus and the bus stops at a bus stop and i love it because they get off and it's like this painted backdrop yes and it's very fake looking and paint fa- painted but then the but camera then goes back and it's another fake another fake like sweet <laughs> sweden or like it it's nothing like Japan at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Karuizawa is well known as a resort spot in Japan. Right. It's like central Japan, like, you know, three hours away from Tokyo. So it's a mm. nice weekend trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, nice golf and, you know, trail. But it's nothing like that scene. Right. So it was, yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, there's so these big, you know, European looking mountains. <laughs> and, and yeah, but I, I love that scene because they get off and it's like almost as if the bus stop is a painted backdrop which is yeah. i mean that's there's nothing like that that's not like a normal no not not right. that normal i think even at the tokyo station yeah, there was another train, one another one they had like a fake background yeah 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 too. so it's kind of like yeah i noticed couple. that yeah they, they passed one on their way into the into the station you're right yeah. and then um, <laughs> but it's such a weird like levels of fake backgrounds right. like it's like another one and here's another one yeah because just... at first it's almost like you think this little one is is you know that's fake but you think the movie wants you to think it's real right and then it zooms out and you realize no the movie wants me to think <laughs> this one is fake but this one is real <laughs> right. Right. It's... so it's like you're always calibrating what isn't isn't real in this movie right it's so strange. It so is. then they go, uh, they make a journey to the ant's house uh, through these like beautiful mountains and woods. Bridge and yeah. Yeah, the bridge scene is so great because it's like at this point we're like 20 minutes into this movie and they have this scene where they show all of the girls' faces with their names. Yes. And it's almost like... Yeah, finally. Um, it reminds me of the like a sitcom opening or something like a it, TV show. It does, and if you notice, every the girls the back have also their name on it. Oh yeah, and yeah, the big I did notice Mac, that. You yeah, know, yeah, in, in Japanese character, but it's really comedy like. Yeah, yeah, it's like in case you can't remember who's who, it's just <laughs> we're gonna write it on their thing. Well, I, I think at this point. And maybe it was like around this point when I realized watching it, I don't know if the first time I watched it or maybe the second time I was like, oh, they're like the seven dwarves. It's like Snow White and the seven dwarves where you have like, there's seven girls and they each have a name that's like their characteristic, like oh, sleepy, grumpy. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like Max, sweet. Right, right. <laughs> and so that was like, uh, and again, kind of this moment feels very Disney too. That's like, true. That is really true. It's yeah, true. it's sort of this fairy tale kind of world. So they make it to uh, the house. Actually, first they stop by uh, like a farmer. Farmers. And the actor is also well known too. Like I believe he like makes song and he's kind of like well known yeah, as artist. Yeah, I think artist. I heard that. Like, yeah, yeah he was like a, a composer or yeah, something yeah. too. Oh. Yeah. So they stop, yeah, a very strange farmer who sells them watermelon right. and points at the house and says some very, like, ominous things about, you know, the 
making you pretty sure that this is a bad situation they're walking into. <laughs> um, so they buy a watermelon from him, and uh, then they get to the gates of the house, and um, we finally get to meet the aunt, who is... Uh, yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, the, the gates open and she's in this wheelchair and the cat jumps up on her lap. Right. But it feels really modern looking too, like a modern aunt, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like she's not, she feels like she should be in the same time period as, as the girls. Right. Yeah. She's also, she's an actress that does not feel also old enough to play this. Yes, definitely. I think she was like 41 or something right. at the time. So it's definitely beautiful aunt. Yeah, she's just got a gray wig on, right. but she otherwise beautiful looks like hair. pretty young. <laughs> so then they go around the house exploring. The minute they walk in the door, the chandelier starts sort of attacking them with crystals. <laughs> yes, that's also, yes, funny scene. Uh, definitely <laughs> Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu comes in to save the day by like kicking a crystal out of the way and into to a telephone right and then the crystal like one of the crystals like stabs uh, a little lizard yeah these are yeah it's funny like no one makes big deal about it too much yeah like, you know, it's so like, they kind oh, of, okay uh, cool <laughs> yeah and like, move on yeah well let's what's the what's the kitchen like <laughs> night, it's sort night. of the attitude you know everyone's just like oh this is great they have a piano fun <laughs> <laughs> so they're all uh, you know exploring uh the house and then I think one of the girls, I think Mac once uh, takes the, I don't remember if Mac takes it out or somebody takes the watermelon out to the well to yes, chill. the Mac, yeah. Ma oh, Mac and the fantasy, maybe? Yeah, I don't remember or... who put the watermelon in first, what? but yeah, they make a big deal of like, oh, we're going to chill the watermelon in the well. Is and... that the normal things? Like, uh, churning a watermelon in the water is kind of normal things in Japan. Like, is that if, normal? Yeah, if I go to camp, like... My family used to go to the camping, uh -huh. and we put the watermelon in the cold river. Oh, interesting. Chill. So it, it, to me, that scene was kind of like nostalgic. Like, oh, really? Yeah. It, That's so funny because, yeah, I mean, it's something I've never done in my <laughs> life. I mean, it's always like, you know, you, you just keep a watermelon in the fridge in usually. Life. I mean, maybe I'm... I guess maybe the fridge in Japan is smaller, so not like whole watermelon mm. cannot fit. Maybe not. I mean, now the current... Fridge in Japan is bigger, but at the yeah. time was smaller. So yeah, that makes sense. I, when I watched it, I read it as like, oh, that seems like a traditional thing to do, but it was not like anything I've ever done. I, I just feel like I don't think I've ever been anywhere that has like a real well either, but right. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. I'm sure now I'm saying this for probably people like, I've always chilled my watermelons in water. I wonder how many people are <laughs> did that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when they kind of have some dinner, the aunt isn't eating with them. Why she's sort not of, feeling well? Yeah, she's she's so weak and everything. Um, and then, of course, Mac, because she's so hungry, she wants to eat the watermelon. So she goes to get it, but then doesn't come back. Right. And so we don't know what happened to, to Mac. And then Fantasy goes uh, out to check on Mac. And then when she gets out there, she decides to pull the watermelon out. But instead, she pulls up. And it's just Mac's head. Head, yes. Oh. And then, but but the head is still talking. Right. You see a little blue. Yeah. There's always the little trace of blue from the blue screen. Blue like, screen. And yeah. that's really like 
yeah, that kind of stuff, like cokey stuff, I kind of appreciate that. Oh, I too. love like, it too. Yeah. I love that you sort of know how every effect is done in this right. movie. It's like, oh, okay, so it's a blue screen. And, uh, but of course, it was probably like revolutionary at the I time. I believe so at the time, that much, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't CGs. think. CGs. Yeah, they're like these kind of video effects that they're wow. doing were, were pretty cutting edge. So, yeah, she, the head sort of talks to her and then it flies around and mm-hmm. bites her butt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shocking. Very shocking. But that's like Japanese things, too. Like if you go to a haunted house, you mm. see a lot of head, you know, cut, cut it. Out, like cut. a decapitated yeah, head. Dec- hmm, that's like, like a, a just a normal typical thing. Typical ghost. I feel like oh, yes. it's probably pretty common in a lot Here of places. Too, yeah. I, I mean, the scene of like, I guess it's strange in in an American horror movie. I feel like most of the time, though, if a person was finding a head, they would just find the head of like, you know, whoever. It probably would not like talk and fly around and bite, bite, them. And bite your butt. <laughs> 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 but I mean, this movie is also like nothing is what you would expect to happen. Right. So, right. Um, so really, that's kind of what kicks off all of the other insane things that happen that's in this movie. Definitely a starting point. Because from there on, it's just like sort of one nonstop, nonstop, crazy, weird thing after another. And it's 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 like this was probably around the point when my notes stopped really making sense. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> So you should stop taking a note too. Yeah. So I don't know if it's it's any help uh, to sort of go through it like point by point anymore because basically uh, it kind of has like almost a slasher movie structure where um, the girls kind of get picked off one by one. One by one, yeah. You who's know, next? Like, who's next? Right. Yeah. You sort of see them and they all kind of get killed in these really clever and really strange right. ways. Everyone's in that situation. So, you know, sometimes, you know, they are showing, you know, melody and then goes back to sweet. And then, oh, yeah. I forgot sweet is, hap- you know, it's happening th- this to sweet at the time. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, it's Yeah, there's a lot of cutting back and forth between the different people and where they're at. Melody is like, a thing that I think anyone who sees this movie remembers Ooh. Melody's death because yes. she is eaten by a piano. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's definitely and, shocking. And it's so weird and it's like not scary, but there is something weird. Scary about it. Weird and like uncomfortable. Like, right. But then graphic is also amazing too yeah there's so much happening like i love the way it's like these scenes are built i mean i was really realizing like there is like a point where they have a real piano there and then at a certain point it's like oh this is no longer a real piano like they have built a fake piano that she can be kind of half in and half out of yeah and like the way her body is sort of sticking out of the keys like (laughs) yes then once a while skeletons you know, <laughs> conducting the music and uh, yeah, there's a skeleton that's comical. often in the background that's just kind of moving, usually in time with the music. Like it's it's again and something else that makes it feel funny. But yeah, that that scene with the the piano yeah. that's the one that's like has the really funny uh, blue paint too on her. Like right, you can really see it. You bad can there. you can really see that definitely. Melody's just kind of like standing and turning and. But I feel like it's the perfect way that you know it shows the character. You know mm. that's how Melody should die. I guess <laughs> that's horrible to say. I guess. Well, but, she sort of gets pulled almost into this like trance for a while where she's 
she's playing, but she's sort of not in That's control true. anymore. And That's then, true. and it's sort of funny because like first the piano like eats her fingers, and she just like holds them. And she's like, "Yeah, oh ah. my finger." <laughs> she's like happy about it. She's like, my. "I'm missing my fingers." And then like it eats the rest of her hands, and then she screams finally, like, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, from that point, like, yes, definitely from the Mac's death, there's uh, so many things going on. And there's so many things, too, like, you know, then they are washing the dishes, and you see the water was all red. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you, you'd think that's Mac's blood. Well, yeah, that's the thing that's also weird is, is they go back after the whole Mac head flying around. They go back and they get the real watermelon, but then it's sort of... It makes you think that, like... That's she, her. Like, yeah, like, they've she's turned her turned into the watermelon. the watermelon, yeah. Because you see the ant eating the watermelon, and then she turns to fantasy, and she opens her mouth, and this little eyeball... Like, yeah, it's like, kind of... Turns yeah, around. Yeah. Around and, yeah, it, like, looks back and forth. Um, and then at one point, I think there's, like, you see the watermelon kind of, like, jiggling, right? Jiggling, and then you hear the Mac's voice. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. So it's almost like watermelon. Yeah, Mac turning into the watermelon. And... And then one thing we didn't say, anything. one thing I didn't say about this movie at the beginning is that when the director, um, he also wrote uh, the story and everything, but he he consulted his daughter, who I think was around 10 yeah. at the time, for ideas. And so if a lot of this sounds like a, a story a child would make up. <laughs> yes, I agree. I definitely agree. And you know... I don't know, in Japan, usually horror stories, everyone starts talking about scary story around summertime, hmm. not like Halloween time. Interesting. Uh, there's a, Which is when this takes place, too, because yeah. it takes place on summer, like they're just about to do summer break, and so, yeah. I think the reason is there's a big um, holiday called Bon Holiday, and that's the you know, couple of days holidays in Japan, mm-hmm. but that's supposed to be you honor your uh, ancestor or someone who passed away that's the that's that's the holidays for it and then they have a lantern festival and you know you you, Uh, it's almost like a labor's day here or not labor's day memorial day memorial day memorial day is what memorial day Day is more for remembering specifically for the people in who served in the military right so, so this one is not for military, but just anyone for any, who passed away. Got you. So during the summer is the time everyone start bringing a little spooky story, huh. and you know, so it's. I think that's that's interesting. Yeah. I had no idea there was a that makes a lot of sense that that takes place then in the summer. That's another. That's a fascinating little cultural difference that uh, that makes sense because it's like that's what you know All Hallows Eve has more, and why you we have a lot of ideas about death and and spirits at in the fall um and why we have so many spooky stories and why they start coming (laughs) out in the fall more than in the summer here whereas i guess our summer stories are about you know beaches (laughs) like beaches and sun but yeah in japan becomes more dark (laughs) no so interesting yeah but so when i went to a a, you know school trip like summer camp summer trip training Mm mm-hmm you know, that's that nighttime, you know, we all get together and, you know, everyone will talk about one spooky story and oh. that was some things that we did. And I guess that's like a pretty, I guess that's like a thing we do have associated with like summer camp as well is like that's you true. always have the scary story. So, and, that's you know, true. Kind of camps, camps do have like a kind of spooky connotation to them a lot mm. as well. 
But that's interesting. Are there any other, I was kind of curious, are there any other kind of cultural things that you noticed that stuck out? What made me, like, after I watched this me- movie, I felt it in nostalgic. Mm. And I was thinking, like, what made it nostalgic feeling? It's kind of funny, but uh, cicada sounds? Yeah. Yeah, she said, like, one of the characters points out the cicadas at, yeah, at some it's, point. Yeah, that made me super nostalgic to me. Um I know we have so many, I know we had a huge cicadas here, right. and I, I know everyone was annoyed by the noise, <laughs> but something about cicada is very poetic in Japan. Like, uh. So there's a tons of different kinds of cicadas in Japan, and then each cicada makes little different sounds, mm-hmm. and especially the one I heard from the movie was called uh, Higurashi Cicada. And that only shows up night, uh, early morning and then night time. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's the most beautiful sounds that, the shikeda that beautiful sounds makes. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, but, it's, it's not like here, there's like in Cincinnati area, we only have cicadas every 17 years. Are they like pretty consistent, just like summertime bugs? Yeah, summertime. I think that's why like it flushed me back to summertime. You know, my family didn't have an AC. Like we have a only one room had an AC, oh, okay. like a living room. And that's where everyone gets. And if you go to your room, no AC. <laughs> so windows open. So, you know, all you hear is cicada. Yeah. Maybe that's nostalgic feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, just like little, like clean, sweet cleaning the floor. Oh yeah, and that's you know that brought me back to you know how I used to clean the classroom. <laughs> you know, yeah. Japanese student clean the classroom. You know, yeah, after the school is over. That's like something that's, I've only again I've only experienced through like other Japanese media, like movies and TV, to see like kids cleaning the floors like, like that, wiping they, the floor. Yeah, where they do that like. Put yep. their butt up in the air yep. and like they yep. run like that with- we used to compete. Me and my friend, you know, line up and you know, you you know, we touch the other wall and then come back. You yeah. know, we made it into more fun that way. It's so smart to like get kids. I mean, it's a, it is a genuinely smart way to make kids clean the floor. <laughs> yeah, you make a mess, you clean. Yeah, it's and a good it was lesson. a it was a good system too. So you know, we make a group and then you know, each group has a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, and each group has a, you know, place to clean assigned. And then after the, you know, 20 minutes cleaning or 15 minutes cleaning, the leader goes to the teacher and tell how everyone did. And, you know, of course, there's a one or a few student who doesn't do. <laughs> and then leader will tell who that was. And then whoever didn't participate the cleaning, mm-hmm. they have to clean the bathroom next week. Which oh. is the, the worst place to clean. <laughs> so the system was well done. You know, if yes. you don't clean it, you get to do the bathroom next week, which is scary place to clean. Oh. So that was like great system. That is so smart. Yeah. So I worked for school here. So, you know, I know, you know, usually like we have a, here we have a cleaning people. Right. Yeah. That was culture shocking where I come here first. So like in uh, Japanese schools, when you're growing up, there was nobody else to clean. It was just the students. And- just the student. And then we do oh. have like a security guard. Right. But, you know, he's not the person to clean. Right. Yeah. 
So at our summer camp, we try to make our, our kids clean up as much as possible. Maybe we should start instituting the floor cleaning <laughs> Japanese method, and then we'll we'll do the uh, bathroom cleaning <laughs> as the uh, for the worst job oh. uh, reward. <laughs> we probably will have a lot less kids sign up for summer <laughs> yes. camp the following yeah, year. Yeah, this camp makes us clean. <laughs> they made me clean the bathroom. <laughs> I feel like there's probably not a lot else I haven't already said about this movie. Obviously, I love it uh, since I've <laughs> gone on at length about it's such a strange movie. I mean, I think like there's a lot of movies that people say, oh, this is a really weird movie. Like you should watch this. It's, it's like weird. And I really can't think of a movie that is truly weirder than this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like the strangest. But on the other hand, it's also really fun. Like, yeah, really fun, entertaining. But also there's a message to it. Yeah. I feel like there's uh, some message to Like, you know, I realized after I watched this movie, who was the main character was the aunt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's her story. In it's a a way. her story. I, yeah. de- I realized that. Like, oh, the aunt was the main character. I kept thinking the you know, the uh, gorgeous was the main character. Yeah, they kind of set it up as gorgeous is going to be the... What, what in horror, in the world of horror, people call the final girl. Mm-hmm. The the one who survives is always the final girl. And they kind of do a, a little bit of a flip on that here because while Gorgeous is the final girl, by then she's not really the hero anymore. Right. Um, she was taken over by aunt. Yeah, she's almost like possessed. Yeah, it's like almost the aunt's spirit is in her now is the way I sort of interpreted it. Right. But yeah, you're right. We are seeing the aunt who's um, still the, you know... Waiting for... Waiting for, yeah, her fiancé. So it's kind of like a beautiful... Lo- uh, beautiful? I mean, it's kind of like a love story to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's also telling a message like you have to grieve. Like, if you don't grieve the person... You turn into, like, a monster. Turn, yeah, turn into the monster. Yeah. The house itself. and So yeah. the, I feel like there was a message to it, too. It's It's a strange movie, too, because... It actually is is sort of lighthearted as it is and cartoonish as it is. It actually has one of the darkest endings of a lot of horror movies where there isn't like a lot of a lot of horror movies end with, you know, one of the girls surviving and getting out and being, you know, stronger for it. And this doesn't end like that. No. What do you think? Like, I know there's like some. Uh, they were thinking to make a second movie. Oh, and really? Like 80s. Oh, okay. But then they decide not to. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering what would be right. the second, you know, movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm curious, like, you know, after this ending, like, it's, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. That, that idea of kind of moving on is like the point. I think you're right because in a way it's like we see Gorgeous who's, has an opportunity to kind of like move on, but she she doesn't, you know? No. She's sort of like living in anger right. and she's and then like. Not taking a new mom and, you know? Yeah. She's sort of still like vengeful and bitter. Right. Uh, in the way that her aunt was. So, yeah, it's like. It is, it is something. That it is like there probably is more happening in this movie than it seems. I guess that when the gorgeous turn into a monster, the moment was the mirror. Like gorgeous was looking at the mirror. Right. Yeah. And I I thought that was interesting. The mirror is always 
any culture like kind of superstitious about?、Mm. Like when I was a little, like you know, I know my, I, I you know,、uh, if Mira breaks, you know, seven years bad luck. Right, right. I, I know my、uh, grandmom had a mirror covered, and then one、mm. time I asked her why mirror is covered, and she answered because the the ghost can go in and out. Yeah. So it's something. Mirror is always something about really superstitious. Yeah, you're right. There's it, there is a lot of a lot of cultures have that sort of. There's like a spiritual connection、right. with mirrors and connect. And yeah. And I think that's where go just so like what happened to aunt. Yeah. But yeah, I I really hope a lot of people see it because it is a movie. I remember showing it to some friends when I first saw it. Like, oh my gosh, you have to watch this movie. You have to see it. <laughs> And then、uh, one of them had their like family was staying with them at the time. Their parents、Ooh. had come to stay over, <laughs> and they're like, "You have to watch this movie."、My. And their parents loved it. You oh, know? good! I was gonna say like, what did they think? I know. So it's like it's a movie that I think is just so likable that、right. even people who I think would not think they are in for like an experimental horror movie. Yeah, it's I, definitely not shocking. Like you know, I I I don't like these days.、Uh, Horror movie—it's just like shocking, shocking, scared. You know, it's just yeah, like yeah. how much can I shock you? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's surprising, but surprising, not the, yeah. Surprising, yes, but yes. not terrifying. No, or, yeah, yeah, not and it, terrifying. And it's not,、uh, yeah. There's no jump scares、right. like that kind of. You know, there's never a big like boom and like、right. somebody jumps out of a. You know, it's there's nothing like that at all. I don't know. It's like it's not totally just a comedy either. No. Because there is something a little unnerving about parts of it that are like, oh, right. I definitely have to watch again. Like every time I watch, I feel like I have something new. Totally, to, I notice something new、see. every time, and and it, there are so. I think it's also it's such an assault of things coming at you constantly that、yes. you forget. Like,、right. like this most recent time I watched, I think I forgot about that scene where all of a sudden, like Gorgeous's giant head comes through a a wall or something. It's like, how did I forget that? In any other movie, you would remember the moment where a giant、That's、head、true. comes、That's、through.、True. But this movie, it's like, well, yeah, but then because the... who of those? <laughs> right, there's so many. It's、right. like every moment is like that. Well, I, I hope you get to watch it with us、uh, if you get to come out、uh, on. October fifteenth, and and check it out at seven thirty.、Um, and also, if you haven't seen Carnival of Souls, it's a really cool movie.、Um, it's from nineteen sixty two, so it's a little bit older, and it's a ghost story, but in a like about as completely different of a way as this movie is a、really、ghost story. Interesting, it's, and it's much more, I think, like. Traditional movie in some ways that、okay. you would think, but it's also actually kind of experimental. And、um, the guy who made that really only made one movie,、um, oh. and he 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 made a lot of.、Um, Uh, what are called industrials, Ford Motors, or somebody would hire him to make a movie that was just like a promotional film that would maybe be just shown to employees, or a promotional thing that would be sent out around the country about their new line, or you know. So he would work on these industrial shorts, and that was what his job was.、Hmm. Um, and then he made this、uh, really indie movie that became kind of also a cult classic in the same way. 
House did. So it wasn't a very, it was a very small budget, you know. Right. And in, in, in like House, most of the actors in the movie aren't actors. No, no. <laughs> yeah, House is also like mostly like people who are not professional actors. And that's the same thing for Carnival of Souls. And it has some really like really fascinating performances because of it. The main character is, she's a trained actress. She's like the only one I think who has like real acting chops. Um, but she goes and stays at this room. She's renting from this older woman. And this woman is so fascinating to watch on screen. And she has just such an unusual way of delivering lines. Um, but it does also feel kind of real in a way. You're like, I could imagine renting a room from this lady. Like, this seems about right. And it's just gorgeously shot, too. And um, it reminds me almost of, like, Fellini movies. There's something about the how he uses uh, this abandoned theme park um, as a backdrop. And again, it's like, it was just a place that they found and it looked like that and they didn't do anything to it. They're just like, let's just shoot it. Use it yep. as is. That's, yeah. that's the best. That's so, like a deal. Yeah. So they like, again, that's how like low budget it was that they just like, yeah, this, this looks great. Let's use it. And right. it true. And it really it does look out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's uh, our other movie. We're going to uh, watch that night. And uh, so, definitely, yeah. definitely you made me want to come October 15th. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for uh, chatting with me today about House. Thank you. Thank you for like deep, biz- you know, letting me deep visit this movie because I am gonna watch it again. Awesome. Awesome. With you guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Art Palace. We hope you'll be inspired to come visit the Cincinnati Art Museum and have conversations about the art yourself. The museum is currently open, but please visit our website for the most up-to-date information about operating hours and museum policies. Current special exhibitions are American Painting, The 80s Revisited, and opening October 22nd is Simply Brilliant, Artist Jewelers of the 1960s and 1970s. If you'd like to come to our Horror Film Fest on October 15th, we will be showing House at 7.30 p.m. and Carnival of Souls at 9.30. This is an outdoor screening, and it will be held in the front parking lot near Art Climb. We recommend that you bring your own seating. You can follow the museum on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we also have an Art Palace Facebook group. Our theme song is Offrande Musicale by Bacalao. And as always, please rate and review us to help others find the show. I'm Russell Eyrig, and this has been Art Palace, produced by the Cincinnati Art Museum.